Hi, my name is Liz Washuka and I am happy to be here igniting your dreams and inspiring your desire to become so positively influenced through transformation that you will have no choice but to become the best version of yourself you can ever be. I am honored that you're listening to me today as I share with you an experience I had this week on Monday. Stay with me to the end and let's relive that experience together because I believe there are some few lessons we can all learn from it. Sometimes towards the end of last year, I decided that come this year, I'll become a medal hunter. So my first medal hunting experience was in February this year, and this was on the eve of my 45th birthday. That was a first for me. That day had held a lot of firsts for me. Um, for instance, it was the first time to participate in a marathon as a runner. It was the first time to run uphill. It was the first time I ever got into my car without showering because I was all sweaty and dirty after the marathon. And it was also the first time to ever get a medal, even though it was just a 10-kilometer medal. But for me, that was a major achievement. Now, four and a half months later, guess what I did? This Monday, I decided to take on another challenge. And this time round, it's the Heart Marathon, which is a virtual run. But this time, instead of doing 10K, I decided to do 21 kilometers. Now, the difference between this particular marathon and other traditional marathons is that with this one, there's no crowd. Plus, you choose a time and the place for the event. Um, I would have done this on a Sunday, but due to some unavoidable circumstances, I couldn't. So I decided that Monday would be an ideal day. Now, among the reasons I chose Monday is because I have learned that in anything you want to accomplish, never miss a Monday. If it is going to the gym, never miss your Monday workout. If it is writing a book, never miss out your Monday writing session. If it is jogging, never miss out your Monday jogging session. Why? Because if you can start the week with some wins under your belt, then you will have set the pace for motivation for the rest of the week. Anyway, going back to my run, the thing is, I wasn't very sure I would actually be able to pull it off. Because, okay, if you have uh, read, or rather if you listened to my my last uh, episode of um, the survival alphabet, that was Z for Zeal, you heard me share the harrowing, you know, experience I had with the migraine headache. So even as I was planning on going for this 21K run, I was actually having a mild headache and I was worried that it might develop into a full-blown migraine while I was on the road. All the same, I made a decision that I was going to hit the road and no matter what, I wasn't going to give up until I come back home after the 21 kilometers. My friend, that was easier said than done. You see, when I hit the 9 kilometer mark, I almost gave up because I had a serious stitch. But then I realized that if I went back home at that point, that would mean that I would have done 18 kilometers already and I would only have had 3 kilometers to hit my target. So I figured if I go back home, I would have wasted those 18 kilometers. So I decided to keep pushing. I went on running until I got to the 19 kilometer mark when I started feeling seriously faint. You know, like I was actually going to drop. So I had to bend over and hold my ankles until that feeling left me. Of course, at that point, I wasted a few minutes, but I needed to do that if I was going to finish the run. 
So after a while, I was able to proceed with the run until I hit the 21-kilometer mark. In total, it took me 3 hours and 5 minutes to clear the 21K. This was also a fast for me because the farthest I'd ever gone prior to that day was just 13.82 kilometers. How easy was it to do this thing? Whoa, it wasn't easy at all. By the way, my feet are still sore, my left knee hurts, but that is nothing compared to the sense of achievement I feel right now, just like I did that time after I finished the race. Oh, I forgot to mention something though. As soon as I hit the 21K, I got a muscle cramp on my left foot that made it quite hard to walk. I admit at that point, I had to take alternative means to take me home. As I was running, many lessons came to my mind. I'd like to share quite a number of them with you on this episode because I believe they are reflective of life itself. But just to, you know, like put a background to it. I have always said many, many times on different platforms I speak or write on that life is a journey with many variables along the road. I personally consider life to be like um, a journey that you're going by road. It's like a road trip. And as you'd expect when traveling by road, you'll see many mile markers, you know, 10 kilometers to the next town. You have 100 kilometers to the next city those kind of mile markers. You'll also find bumps, you'll find potholes, you'll find stray dogs, you'll find other road users, including pedestrians, motorcyclists, other crazy drivers, and of course, not forgetting the traffic cops. Oh yeah, and by the way, if you live in Jerusalem, you can rest assured you're going to find some healthy goats grazing somewhere by the roadside. You know, the most interesting thing about these goats is that they have the sense of crossing the road at zebra crossing true story. I once witnessed this and was very amused because about 20 meters from the zebra crossing, a group of humans was crossing the road and literally dodging cars. I couldn't help but wonder between the two groups who was smarter. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Let me go back to my marathon story. Life in itself is like a marathon held in the city or taking a journey by road, like I already said. There are times when you will have to slow down because of traffic jam, while other times you might be forced to use an alternative route to your destination because the road you took is probably under repair. Sometimes you might be forced to move at a slow pace because of portals on the road, and that sometimes maybe because of a series of bumps that are on that road. If not bumps, then maybe the goats. Remember those goats I was talking about? Yeah, those ones. All the same, as long as you know where you're going, none of that bothers you because whatever happens, you know your ultimate goal will be to get to your destination. Yes, your route may change. Yes, the time taken may increase, you know, from what you had uh, uh, planned to use on the road. And even the passengers you probably had given in your, uh, a lift in your car may, you know, change. But your destination will always remain constant so what does all this have to do with my experience while running the 21 kilometers i thought of about six lessons that i would like to share with you today that i derived from this whole experience
So the first lesson I'd like to share is this. Your race is your own, as in you're running your own race. Every one of us is running a virtual race where we choose when we want to run, whether we want to run alone or with company, what time the run will take place, the pace you choose to run at, and of course the distance you want to cover. The race I'm referring to in this case is the race to achieve your goals, to achieve your purpose, and to attain your destiny. You see, the problem is, instead of focusing on their own race, many people want to run other people's races, using other people's paces, forgetting that someone might be running fast because they only have five kilometers to cover, while your race might be 42 kilometers or 90 kilometers like the Comrades uh, Marathon. It's an ultra marathon that happened recently and uh, uh, a friend of mine, I know actually he's the one who inspired me to start uh, running, actually participated in this and he finished 90 kilometers running for about nine hours. That is insanity of the highest level. You see, for somebody like that, the strategy they use is completely different from the strategy a five kilometer runner would be using. Which brings me to the second lesson. Your performance is dependent on your level of preparedness. Let me say that again. Your performance in any area of your life is dependent on your level of preparedness. Do you know why I almost gave up at the 9 kilometer mark? Remember I, I shared that uh, when I got to 9 kilometers, I almost went back home. I'll tell you why. I almost went back at that point because the farthest I had ever run consistently without a break was up to eight kilometers. So it's like my mind knew up till eight kilometers, that's what you do and you don't do beyond that. But here's the thing, I normally run and then after the eight kilometers, I would walk a bit like for 500 meters and then I ran for like two and a half kilometers. Then I stop a bit for like 500 meters again. I run for the other two and a half until I get to the point uh, that I wanted to get for that day. My point is, I had not built enough strength and endurance prior to embarking on that 21 kilometer challenge. Isn't this reflective of life itself? The reason most people fail to reach their goals is not because it is not because they cannot, but it is simply because of their unpreparedness. Someone starts a business without having or without defining all the important facts. You start a fitness regimen without knowing what or who it will take to achieve your goals. You engage yourself in a relationship without weighing the cost or consequences of being in that relationship. My point is, to jumpstart your success in any area of your life, you have to be prepared physically, mentally, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, and financially. I think one of these findings, I'm going to delve deeper into this, uh, you know, that particular lesson. But for now, let me just leave it at that. I believe you got the point. The third lesson was, running your race will be lonely sometimes. Yes, it will be. When I was running throughout that 21K, I was alone. I didn't have any company with me. Yes, there were other runners on the road, but none of them were on the race that I was on. 
I am the only one who knew I was doing the heart marathon. I had the the bib on me, the t-shirt and everything. And I and at some point I, I could see some motorists looking at me like, "Okay, what's up with this one? Why is she wearing a bib?" Maybe because they didn't understand there was something like this that is happening and it's going to continue all uh, all the way until July 31st. But the thing is, while I was there on my own, I didn't have anyone to encourage me except myself. I think running alone made that race all the more harder. And to make it even worse, it was getting darker by the second, and so I had to push myself to beat the darkness so that by the time it got completely dark, I would be in a place that was less dangerous in terms of muggings. The lesson from this is this. In your quest to go after your dream or to follow your destiny, there will be moments of great aloneness, which sometimes might translate to loneliness. Yes, though there might be 200 of you who write and do public speaking for example, you have been given your own specific way of doing things and in following that specific path, sometimes it will get lonely and dark and you might feel unsure. Now when that happens, those are the times you will need to remind yourself why you are doing what you are doing. This is where your why needs to be so strong and powerful. that your objections and excuses won't match up to it which leads me to the next point rest if you must but never ever ever quit or give up i'm going to say that again because this is really important rest if you must but don't ever give up or quit before you finish what you're supposed to be doing trust me there are times when i almost gave up and the worst part being at that 19 kilometer mark You see at that point I felt nauseated. I felt like I was going to faint. My feet felt like I was wearing lead boots. You know, they were so heavy. And when I looked around where I was at that point, I didn't even find anything I could sit on or even a tree to lean on. So what I did, I pretended I was lacing my shoes, but the truth was I was looking for a way to rest my back and stretch my calf muscles because they were in pain. So eventually after a few minutes of maintaining that, you know, bend of a pause, I felt better and was able to continue running. You know there are times you will feel like you want to give up in your quest to follow your dream or your, you know, your specific uh, path. There are times when you will feel you don't have any more strength left in you. This is very normal and every successful person will attest to this. They will tell you that there are times when they almost gave up but every time that happened they kept trying one more time until they finally got a breakthrough. Rest if you must but never give up or quit on your dream. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. Choose which group you want to belong to. The winners or the quitters. Next point. You are in the race to finish. It's not about competition. You know at some point the bluetooth headphones I was using died on me and I was left without any music to keep me company. Now at that point I had to keep myself motivated to keep putting one foot in front of another without breaking my stride because you see I was using the beat of the music to give me the the the, the pace um I was using. Now unfortunately this is around that time when I I, I hit the 19 kilometer mark 
Now you can imagine how boring the run was without music to keep me going. So what did I do? I started speaking to myself audibly. I really didn't care what the people around me, um, uh, the people around the street, seeing me on the streets were thinking about me. All I cared about was what I was telling me. I kept repeating the words, you can do this, Liz. Remember, you never ever leave your stuff unfinished. Think of how good you'll feel when you're done with this race. I kept motivating myself through positive self-talk until I finally finished. There are times when you will feel like giving up. That's for sure. I can tell you that for free. That is when you need to speak to yourself intentionally. You do it intentionally without caring who will be seeing you or listening to you. It could be in your bedroom as you're preparing yourself to go to work. Or it could be in your car as you're stepping out into the parking lot just before you get to that meeting that you're dreading. What you say to yourself can be the lifeline you needed to boost yourself to finish what you started. Remember, like I said, you're not competing with anyone as you go after your dreams or your goals. Therefore, your focus should be on achieving your goals. And with that, your reward will come. And that reward is called success. Another lesson is your character is under scrutiny. Let me say that again. Your character is under scrutiny. It's under the microscope. It's being weighed. It's being tested. I'll be honest and say my character was put to test on that day. There's some self-defeating thoughts that started appearing in my mind, which I'm glad I never entertained. For instance, when I, when I felt faint, an evil voice whispered to me, now that you're feeling faint, why not take a border border, you know, and just go home? Who wouldn't understand that you're not feeling okay right now? Besides, you've been having a migraine for the last like 10 days, remember? That will not be considered like it's giving up. That is being smart because you're going to be taking care of yourself first. After all, who will even know whether or not you finished the race? It's already dark anyway. Whoa, what? Of course I will know I never finished the race. And I will forever feel guilty for lying that I did when I know I didn't. You know, when going after your dreams, many situations will present themselves guised as genuine opportunities or genuine reasons, if you may call them that. But in the real sense, there will be nails waiting to poke your character. You know what they say, you can lie to everyone else, but you can never lie to you. You will always know the truth. For instance, you will always know how you climbed that professional ladder. Was it through genuine certificates or was it through what I call STCs, meaning sexually transmitted certificates? How did you get that man to marry you? Was it by tricking him into impregnating you? How about that woman? Did you pretend to be a Christian brother in order to get her because you knew she wouldn't accept you otherwise? How about that huge tender you've been bragging to your pals about? Did you really get it genuinely or did you get it by paying some heavy kickbacks to some procurement dude in that organization my point is when you want something really bad your character will be tested like someone said character is what you do when nobody is watching you but the thing is you're forgetting there's somebody watching and that person is called you remember the truth of your character is always expressed in your daily action 
May you be a man or a woman of character in everything that you do. The last lesson I'd like to share with you is only you can run your race for you. Let me repeat that again because again, this is one of those very important lessons. Only you can run your race for you. Remember earlier I said each one of us has their own race? I think it is important to say that only you can run your race and finish it for yourself. Never expect anyone else to run your race for you. In other words, see that you see that vision, you see that dream, you see that goal that you have, the purpose or destiny you've been pursuing, only you will make it happen. Why? Because everybody else has got their own thing they are doing. They're not going to stop their staff to come and do yours for you. If they do that, who's going to do theirs? Yes, you can seek advice or gather ideas from other people, but in the end, it will be your sole responsibility to make those things happen. Remember, the race you are on has your ID attached to it. It was created specifically for you. And that is why my favorite book says, I know the plans I have for you, you as you. So the race you are on, it has your identity attached to it. You're the only one who has the biometric capability of unlocking it. It was made and created for you and you only. So nobody else can handle it for you. So in conclusion, let me say this. Nothing great will ever come easily. It will take courage to do the impossible. It will require determination to keep you going, especially when you feel like you have no more strength left in you. You will require persistence to keep pushing yourself when it gets to a point you feel like, I just can't do this anymore. And you will need what I call deadly focus to keep your eyes on your ultimate goal. But most importantly, you need to believe that you can pull it off. I can tell you for sure, self-belief helped me cover those 21K. Otherwise, if I did not have that self-belief, I would have given up somewhere along the way. It really did play a huge role in my finishing my race. You know what they say? If there is no enemy within, the enemy without can do you no harm. The moment I silenced that inner voice that kept me, that kept telling me to give up, I got the strength to keep going until I finally finished my race. What race are you running today? Are you almost giving up? I hope my experience, this the, the experience that I have shared with you, will inspire you to not give up on your race. Keep going even when you think you can't. Everything you need to win this race is on your inside. It is within you. All you need to do is just to activate your passion. Activate your persistence. Activate your determination. Activate your discipline. But above all, believe you can and you will. Remember, your race is your own. So own it, run it, and finish it. Be ignited, be inspired, be influenced to become the best version of yourself you can ever be. God bless you. Stay safe and stay sane. Let's meet 
on the streets of life as we run our respective races. <laughs>